Hi, welcome to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. I'm a former media and marketing executive turned career strategist and executive coach. I spent my career working my way up and through the ranks of global organizations and startups. And today I show others how to do the same. Join me each week as we discuss the strategies and actionable steps to leverage your strengths, increase your confidence, and develop your career well-being. Ready? Let's do it. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. This week, I want to talk about using your strengths to build resilience. Harvard Business Review published an article recently titled, Our Brains Are Not Built for This Much Uncertainty. We are still processing and working through all that has impacted us over the last 18 or so months. And as the workplace has been undergoing rapid change in recent years, even prior to COVID-19, leaders everywhere are trying to figure out what's the new normal and what's next. I mean, If HBR is talking about our brains and the impact of uncertainty, we've clearly reached a refreshing level of awareness that will hopefully lead to greater employee well-being. When we're in a crisis, we become short-sighted. We push aside all that is not urgent. And once we have fixed what is urgent, we feel at times that we deserve a rest. And there's a lot of when COVID-19 is over, we'll address the problem. Rest is vital, but then you need to get back into action at a certain point because inactivity will backfire. In military units, as an example, boredom and waiting time are perceived as more stressful than actual combat. It is that anticipation. The aftermath or the rebound of a crisis can be just as stressful if we are coming off complete rest or we've been ignoring it. And I'm not suggesting that anybody is ignoring what has gone on when we keep working for so hard and then we take a rest and we're like, okay, I'll deal with it later. That's what I mean by ignoring it. Building resilience is key to rebounding your career and your overall success. We build resilience to stay motivated as we continue to encounter unprecedented levels of uncertainty in every aspect of our lives. The HBR article states that the human brain was simply not built for this. And knowing what your brain does well and what it does surprisingly poorly can give you a much clearer sense of the strategies that you need to build resilience and not just endure, but to thrive. Resilience isn't a character trait or a personality trait. You're not born with it. You got to build it. Building resilience is essential to maintaining our health and well-being. It's essential to our brain health and our performance. So first, Let's talk about the brain. And then I want to talk about how to build resilience and leverage your strengths. Our brains are still running on evolutionary biology, and this isn't a problem. For most of history, we've been hunter gatherers. We've been living in clans where individuals had established roles and established lives. And while life could definitely be dangerous, it was mostly predictable. So our brain excelled at efficiency and turning very complex sets of behaviors into something we could do on autopilot. And this brings us calm and the illusion of certainty, but it doesn't bring us resilience. 
When life is unpredictable, we find ourselves experiencing stress, panic, or the classic fight, freeze, or flight response in the brain. And this can lead to a lack of focus, loss of agility, decreased self-control, and motivation. This stress response impacts your overall well-being. It messes with your hormones, primarily cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and that's your natural alarm system. So the body's stress response is usually self-limiting. When stressors are present and you constantly feel under attack, that fight or flight reaction stays turned on. And the constant increase in cortisol leads to adrenal exhaustion, chronic fatigue, anxiety, weight gain, digestive issues, headaches. And these are just some of the conditions that I know I've experienced and my clients tell me they've experienced. And all of us have worked in high pressure, uncertain and prolonged stressful environments. We've all had this experience. And as my doctor says, Jill, adrenals are for running out of burning buildings, not for building brand strategies. Emotional and mental issues are as much of a risk to us as smoking. Yeah, a global survey conducted by Mercer found that the majority of the 270 insurance companies surveyed found that mental health is now at the same risk as smoking. Building resilience enables us to manage the fight or flight response. Stress is going to happen. We just need to build strategies that create resilience. I have found that pausing, reflecting, and leveraging my strengths is the fastest and the most effective way to create additional resilience. Psychology Today describes resilience this way. It's the inevitable quality that allows some people to be knocked down by life and come back stronger than ever. Rather than letting failure overcome them and drain their resolve, they find a way to rise from the ashes. Resilience comes down to processing discomfort. To build resilience, we have to process discomfort, reflect, and evaluate on our experiences. According to investor and entrepreneur Ray Dalio, that reflection, that processing of the discomfort and the experience is what delivers progress. Discomfort without that reflection is just pain. Reflection is a huge part of resilience. We evaluate and reflect, providing us an opportunity to leverage our strengths on the upswing for the next time when we're in that level of stress. From my perspective, there are a few ways to process the uncertainty and discomfort, reflect on the experience, and build this resilience. Our capacity to quickly recover from difficulties comes from resilience, and creating resilience requires you to process the experience. So I'm going to suggest that you do this in a fresh way. So this is a great opportunity to open your notes app, grab a pen. Let's go. So the first way I want you to think about it is that you want to gain self-awareness. So I want you to ask yourself, what do you value more over this period of time? If you are reflecting on the last 18 or so months, what was most valuable to you? What do you value less? What was totally useless? How did you use your strengths like connectedness where you bring in unity, calm, and you see the connections between departments and teams? How did you use harmony to seek alignment and how to move forward and eliminate inefficiencies? Or how did you leverage your empathy to anticipate the needs of others and other departments to create a positive outcome? What would you do differently with this level of self-awareness? Then I want you to think about leadership. 
When we are in difficult situations, we need to remember that you have a compelling reason for pushing through while also leading and motivating others. And when you know your strengths, you can lean on them naturally and you're going to be in the flow. So strengths like adaptability, your ability to pivot, command where you're providing confidence and direction to a team or visionary type strengths where you're seeing the path, you're using your contagious enthusiasm and positivity to elevate the mood and move everyone forward. Or you can use your strength of maximizing the talents and others. When you look at a team and you see what needs to get done and you bring in the right people and then you up-level them to a level of excellence, these are just some of the talents or tools that you can use to motivate your team while you personally process and reflect on the situation. Where do you need to grow in order to up-level your leadership skills? What's your team looking for right now? How can you grow now? How are you resourceful in leveraging your strengths as an influencer or being a visionary or tapping into your innovative side or being a connector and a collaborator to work through this challenge and motivate others? You're going to reduce stress because you're going to lean on your own excellence, which makes it easier to stay the course and build resilience. Building resilience also comes from setting goals. And you want to think about what you're going to do next is another way of helping you process where you've been. It also provides you with a focus to manage your mind and work through your thoughts that will help you through uncertainty. Because the only thing certain people are your thoughts. Building resilience is subtle. It's not always because we are overcoming a huge event. It can be in the daily awareness of your negative thoughts that keep you from participating and excelling in your daily activities. Resilience is rooted in the pursuit of personal development and growth. Thriving through change and uncertainty isn't always easy, but self-awareness, strengthening your leadership skills, and focusing on your goals will help you prevail. And as you build resilience, how do you want to remember how you showed up? With positivity, a clear mindset? Were you calm under stress? Were you collaborative with others? I would love to know how you're thinking about building resilience during this time. I'll put the details on how to contact me in the show notes. Okay, everyone, I wish you a fabulous week and I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Career Refresh Podcast. If you're enjoying this and you want more information, go to my website, jillgriffincoaching.com. There you can find information on how to work with me one-on-one or my group programs, or even bring me into your workplace. I'll put the link to my website in the show notes. But hey, listen, before you go, do me a favor, rate and review this podcast because it definitely helps me get the word out to people everywhere so that they can also thrive in the workplace. All right, friends, I appreciate you. I'll see you soon.